Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Defining Moments. So today's episode is titled Roses and Rainbows. So if someone says to you, you think life is all about roses and rainbows, that person is intrinsically saying that you are very detached from reality. <laughs> um, so that's really how I'm just what I want to unpack today and how I lived in a world that was quite detached from reality. Let's jump right into it. I want to begin by unpacking how society grooms women. From a very young age, we are told not to sit in a particular way, because they are men. Um, I know I went to schools that were very pedantic, but um, close your legs, we have male staff. Lower your skirt, we have male staff. Um, reach, they even say, no, reach for your dreams, but don't have too much money because no one will want to marry you. And so we're really groomed for the provision of men or you're groomed for the acceptance of men all right and how much you conform to that grooming um then sort of predicts your respectability in society so as a young woman you then grow up believing that because society tells me I need to sit a certain way because of men. I need to dress a certain way because of men. I need to dream a certain way because of men. If I tick all of those boxes, I will be loved in society. I would be I will be respected in society. It's almost as if uh to some extent you tend to attach your sense of self worth um, by how much society respects you or by how much desirability you get from men right as heavy as that sounds this is what society grooms when when you speak about women right and it's very important if there's anything you get out from this episode it's very important that your sense of self-worth has absolutely nothing to do with how people treat you. I absolutely despise the saying that says you attract what you are and the other one is you get in what you give out. (laughs) So when it comes to people, I don't believe that those two sayings hold true. Right. And I think I want to unpack the defining moment when I realized this. Uh, So I'm going to speak about my relations with men. I've had quite a lot of them. (laughs) And I particularly want to pick out this one because this is when I realized um, that I was living quite detached from reality. So society, as as I stated before, society has 
said to women that they need to dress a certain way, they need to um, dream a certain way, they need to um, walk a certain way. So I, I believed that I was that. I was the textbook case of that particular woman. And I, I, I obviously was in a relationship with this man and you know, when you are in the relationship, they tell you, society then tells you, um, support him, forgive him, be there for him, right? And I believe it's almost as if women in, rela- in heterosexual relationships, women are a cane to a man. And uh, let me just define what a cane is. For, if you don't know what a cane is, a cane is a walking stick, basically. Um, and I, and that's for me, that's the depiction I have when society, when society tells us how women should be, right? We are this intrinsic being that's there to elevate a man. So again, I was in this relationship and the moment when I realized I was quite detached from reality or when that, um, thinking of, conforming to what society says women should be because they're going to get this amount of respectability and desirability was when I, of course, I believed that I did everything right. Then this man said to me, I value her more than I value you. I will never love you. So I spent... A significant amount of time after that relationship being angry I was angry at the fact that I did everything that society told me to do yet he still didn't love me what did it what was I missing what is it that I did not do and it takes a lot of self-introspection and healing to realize that no amount of forgiveness or supporting or believing in him, in anyone for that matter, will make someone love you. And I think it's a very important um, realization to come to. And, and I believe that the sooner we make that realization, the sooner we'll start living life more freely. Um, you'd find that a lot of times we make decisions based on what society is going to say about us or what society's reaction to that decision will be towards us. Um, And that's very dangerous living because you'll be very disappointed to find that the very same people that you're making these decisions based off of or based on couldn't care less about you. Again, I'll, I'll take you back to my defining moment. I, I believed that if I did everything by the book for this man, support him, love him, uh, forgive him, that he would love me. But yet he still, in fact, he even said it himself. I will never love you. So you really can't tie your sense of self-worth 
to how people treat you. And it really begins, and I really implore you to go on a journey of loving yourself. Your self-worth is what you tell yourself every morning. How do you see yourself? Right? And I think Whitney Houston articulates it beautifully when she said, when she says, I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadows. If I fail, if I succeed, at least I'll live as I believe. No matter what they take away, they take from me, they can't take away my dignity. And later on in the song, she says, learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. (laughs) So, if there's anything that you want to take away again in this episode, I think that should be one of them. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love you can ever do for yourself. And... And I think the process of learning to love yourself begins when you have started to detach yourself from the unrealistic um, way in which society wants us to live. It's, it's a roses and rainbows type of society believing that, oh, as a woman, I'm going to meet my Prince Charming. We're going to live happily ever after. He's going to come and save me. Someone's going to come and save me. And there's also this other roses and rainbows type of effect where you hear people saying, I need someone who's going to be my better half or someone that is going to complete me. No. You are not a half And I unpacked this in episode one where I said, you were born enough, right? You and you alone are enough. Because when we we start using these words such as, I need a better half, um, this mythical creature who possesses this thing that I am looking for in someone else, together, when we come together, we're going to be now complete, it's dangerous living because you're going to be found wanting. You're going to constantly search for this thing. Whereas you should have begun the journey of loving yourself and loving yourself, being cognizant of your flaws, being cognizant of your imperfections and understanding yourself. And once we make and once we start loving ourselves, we, we start to make decisions which reflect that. We start accepting less of um, substandard behavior from men. We start accepting less of um, negative behaviors. We start setting boundaries and knowing um, what it is that we want and knowing that what it is that we don't want right loving yourself is the foundation of um, making good decisions as well (laughs) Um, 
so I'm going to leave it there for today um, and, and implore you to start start this journey of getting to know who you are and loving that person that you find thank you